Welcome to Scuba Shack Radio on Sunday, June 21st, 2020. Scuba Shack Radio is a bi-weekly podcast in support of our mission to empower individuals with knowledge, ability, and experience to venture underwater in pursuit of their aspirations and to advocate for ocean health and sustainability. Hi again, everyone. And thanks for tuning in to Scuba Shack Radio for this special Father's Day episode. I'm your host, Jeff Centropino. First off, I want to wish all the dads out there a happy Father's Day. Like Mother's Day, celebrating this year is certainly going to be different. For some of us, our dads are no longer with us. It's been 23 years now since my dad passed on, but that doesn't mean I don't take a few minutes out of today and think about him. If your dad's still with you, please take a few minutes to let him know how much you care. On today's show, I have a special Your Next Dive feature. I had a chance to sit down with Peter Katz to talk about his adventure to the Maldives. Peter is a Paddy Master Instructor here with Scuba Shack, and he also runs our awesome Nassau trip each Memorial Day weekend. Although this year, because of COVID, we had to move it back and we'll be going in October. We had a great conversation. It goes a little bit longer than the normal show, but it's real, really worth it to hear all about the Maldives. So here's my conversation with Peter Katz on your next dive, the Maldives. Well, today on this segment of Your Next Dive, I told you we were going to do something a little bit different. And um, I've asked uh, Peter Katz to join me here today on uh, Scuba Shack Radio on Your Next Dive to talk a little bit about his trip to the Maldives that he just completed earlier this year. So uh, welcome, Peter, to uh, Scuba Shack Radio. Thank you, Jeff. I'm Pleased to be here. Yeah, so <laughs> Peter and I go a long way back. Peter was actually assistant instructor when I was taking my first paddy open water class. So that's how long uh, Peter and I have known one another. So thanks, Peter, for, for coming on board. Now, you, you've dove all over the place. You've been all over the world diving. Uh, what made you uh, decide to go out to the Maldives? Well, interesting that you asked that question. I, I would have to preface this by saying that I haven't really been all over the world, oh, well, but, I, yeah. but I, I'm, I'm starting to cover a bit more, especially since I'm now retired. But uh, the Maldives has been on my bucket list of dive destinations. And uh, I started diving in 1987, and I read a lot of scuba magazines with articles on exotic locations. Uh, and I've been diving in New England. You know, I've done York Beach, Maine, Cape Ann, Block Island, Fisher's Island, places. Rhode Island. Connecticut, all Georgia. northeast. Yeah, for, How's for that the dry suit fitting you these days. <laughs> yeah. I can barely squeeze in, or I can still squeeze in it. But I've also done a lot of the Caribbean, okay. Puerto Rico, all three of the Cayman Islands, all of the ABC Islands. Yeah. You know, Aruba, Bonaire, yeah. Curacao, uh, the Turks and Caicos, Roatan, Belize, San Martin, Sabah. <laughs> okay. As right, well yeah. as, believe it or not, 
I didn't know if you knew this, but I've done a number oh, yeah, of trips to the Bahamas. Yeah, I think we've been down there a few times. Yeah, down there was Stuart Cove and that yeah. gang. I, yeah, I Actually, I even started doing that, uh, running the trip for Scuba Shack back when uh, we were still using Nassau Scuba Center, yep. long before they went out of business. So been diving there for a bit. But I, at this point, I really wanted to experience some of those more far-off exotic destinations while I still can, uh, now that I'm yep. retired. There you go. Well, <laughs> I'm, I'm partially there, so... So, but uh, one of the reasons why we chose, and I say we because my dive buddy and I chose this uh, with Maldives, was for manta ray and whale shark uh, encounters. I mean, you don't get to see those every day. No, you don't. No, you don't. Especially in Long Island in Sound. In Long Island, no, you don't, <laughs> you don't get to see much in Long Island Sound, right? Oh, God. Okay, so you did your research there. Um, you know, so, so I understand that... that that a lot of the Maldives, uh, I've seen, I've read where it's mostly drift diving. I guess you can do some shore diving, but it's mostly drift diving out there, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. There, there's, there's a lot of that. Um, and, and they say you have to use liveaboards, right, for most of them. Uh, well, to, to experience the most, okay. I would say yes. Um, there are... Um, uh, resorts on various islands. The Maldives are an archipelago, similar to the Bahamas. There's about a thousand islands. Okay. Uh, not all are inhabited, yep. but uh, there are a number of them. And on those, uh, some of those, they have resorts set up and dive uh, operations. And you can go and stay at the resort and go with a dive operation. Uh, but you're going to cover, you're limited. You don't get you, to see a lot. You yeah. can cover. So exactly. The boards go all over and get you into a lot of Yeah. The, you can actually, when you go to Book the liveaboard. You can select based on the time of year um, which section of the Maldives oh, you want to dive. Okay. You, they have like a northern route, a central route, and a southern route. Okay. And um, which one did you do? We ended up in the central route, uh, yeah. which turns out to be the one that's probably the most popular. Uh, it's also um, probably based on the time of year we went. Uh, the waters are very calm. Okay. Things of that nature. They're calm on the surface, <laughs> not underwater. Not underwater. <laughs> so so you, you, you chose a liveaboard, did the central route. Um, which liveaboard did you go on? Um, well, um, we, <laughs> I say we, um, Pete Walden is my dive buddy, and we were actually in Truck Lagoon and towards the end of our dive trip there, and he was all gung-ho. It was his first liveaboard adventure. And he was all gung-ho to do another one. Mm -hmm. And so I said, well, you know, Maldives has always been on my bucket list. So he immediately got, gets online and starts going through. He says, hey, I, I found a couple of liveaboards we could do. So I contacted, once we got back, I contacted Donna here at Scuba Shack. Yeah, yeah. And um, she got in touch with uh, Quest Adventure, Dive Adventures. Yeah, we did a lot with them. We were down at Dima when we, uh, we, we hooked up with them to, to, get, to get some information. Exactly, and as it turns out, Adrian of yep, Quest Adrian. Uh, had just come back from the Maldives on a liveaboard. <laughs> yeah, that was funny. It was like perfect timing. Yeah, exactly, and, and that's how we ended up with the Emperor Explorer. Yeah, and she said it was a practically a brand new boat. It was brand new for this year, and uh, she was raving about it. So yep. you know, yeah. we didn't hesitate on her recommendation. Well, well, we'll we come back it. to the boat in a little bit. We'll come okay. back to the boat. We'll okay. talk a little bit about that because I want to talk a lot about the diving here. You know, um, you know, overall, how, how would you describe the diving out there? Um, I would first want to say that I don't think 
it's for a brand new diver. Okay. Okay. If you just got certified on Sunday, you don't want to be diving there on Thursday. Okay. A little uh, bit of experience you need. Yeah. Yeah. I would definitely say the more experience you have under the belt, your belt, the more enjoyable it will be okay. for you. I've had a lot of di dive experience, but I've never had this style dive experience. And so for me, it was took a few dives to kind of okay. get my act together and, and feel comfortable. Yeah, yeah, especially, uh, it was, so you're saying that it was a little bit current down there? <laughs> <laughs> a little bit of a current. A little bit. Um, okay. Not every dive, fortunately, but the bulk of the dives, um, they part of the equipment that you must have with you on each dive is a submersible um, surface marker. Sur yeah, uh, SMB. Yeah, yeah right. and uh, also they give you a dive hook. Uh, reef okay. hook. Oh, so you grab so onto the reef. Right. So the the idea is you get in the water, you follow the dive leader. Each We're broken into groups, so you have a dive leader. You're not allowed to go off on your own, which is fine by me because they know where to go. Uh, you swim with the current to a certain spot. They have you hook in. Okay. And you're going to just stay there. Stay there until they pick <laughs> and, you up. Until they say, until you're low on gas, and then you give them the low on gas, you unhook, and... Okay. You follow the current back into the shallows and come to the surface. Yeah, I can certainly see why brand new divers wouldn't be uh, uh, be be comfortable in that and can get yeah. into some trouble. But uh, you know, so so uh, t tell me a little bit about some of the stuff you saw out there. What did you see that was different? Uh, what did I see that was different? Well, let me start with what I saw that was similar. Okay, but um, but in a way different. Okay, first of all, I saw a lot of a lot of wildlife. I mean. And they seem to, they love to take you to places where you can see sharks. Okay. And we saw white tip uh, reef okay. sharks, uh, gray sharks, okay. yeah. uh, black tip sharks, yeah. um, lots, lots of sharks. Unlike the Bahamas, you'd never get really close to them. Okay. This yeah, is where you, you kind of like reef hook in. And they swim over and you? They swim by, by you, but, okay. a, but at a, a, quite a distance. I mean, I took some photographs. But I'll be honest with you, and, and they have you stay there for so long, and it, it actually gets rather boring. Okay, yeah, if you, you want to move around. Yeah, like like this, yeah. <laughs> you I, as you know, I, I, we dive a lot in the Bahamas. You've been there with me yeah, many yeah. times. We're not hooked into anything, and we got the sharks right up alongside right up, of us. Yeah, they, you know, they, they come right they're in. swimming over your head. And this is not even doing the shark dive. This is just swimming yeah. around. Uh, so th that was a disappointment. So sharks are a little bit different, but what about, did you, oh. did you get to see the mantas out there? As it turned out, yes, we did. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> we had like three really good manta encounters. Okay. And again, we were um, reef hooked in for the bulk of them, but on one of, one of them, when I kind of knew what, saw what was going on, I didn't hook up right away. And I got some really good photographs. Good shots of them. And, right? Yeah, until the dive master grabbed me and pulled me made down, you, made me <laughs> hook, hook up. You were a bad diver. Then. Uh, I, I'll diver. tell you, I got the uh, the the yellow, you know, like you made a yellow line. Okay. I can't cross the yellow there line. There you go. It's uh, kind of like six feet. Uh, yeah. You have to be separated by six feet yeah. social distance. Yeah, we had to be socially distant from the manta rays. Okay. Uh, but they're beautiful. And these are not little manta rays. Okay, so these, are they the oceanic ones? Uh, the, the, pretty you, much. So you have the coastal and the oceanic yeah, uh, the oceanic I, get to be pretty big. These were good size. I don't think they were totally the oceanic. Okay. I can't say they were 16 feet, 
But they had to be a good 12, okay, 14 so anyway. Okay, they could have been, yeah. yeah I mean, I, I don't know. All I know is, man, when they're swimming straight at you and you're behind the lens of a camera and trying to get pictures, they, they get big real fast. Okay. <laughs> All right, so what other stuff did you see besides the mantis? Uh, uh, we had two whale shark encounters. Ah, perfect. Which, which was perfect. great. The first one we had was actually at night. And it was not a night dive. We were anchored in... We have they have these lights they put on the back of the boat underwater. Yeah, yeah. And the whale shark came right up to the back of the boat and just came right to the surface. Pretty cool. It huh? was yeah, really yeah, cool. Yeah, I, I, I didn't have to get out of my Tommy Bahama shirt. There you I go. Was you very just happy. Yeah, you just got to see <laughs> yeah. the whale sharks. The yeah. second time uh, was in the water, uh, but it was disappointing because we were not on scuba. Okay. Uh, there ha yeah, it was on snorkel gear. Of course, I jump in the water without the snorkel, which was definitely. Oh yeah, sick. yeah. We don't that, like we don't like the snorkel. Yeah, so I much, totally forgot yeah, to grab it. Yeah, I didn't yeah. have it on my my mask, and and I, as a result, I ended up not seeing it. Uh, but it was a real uh, cluster. Uh, okay, yeah. yeah. If I describe it to you, you're, you're gonna. Yeah, well, everybody anyway. wants to get in, you know. And well, no, the whale shark. It's been half bad if it was only our boat. Oh, okay. So there, there had to be boat fifteen okay. boats there with people all in the way and they're trying to see this poor little whale shark. Yeah. Little, little mean, whale yeah, shark. Little yeah, little whale shark. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, had to be about 25, 30 feet from what I understand. So basically, my dive buddy, Pete Walden, got to see the, the oh, shark. Okay. Uh, Pete had his snorkel on and he's an excellent he's swimmer. He's a swimmer, yeah, and, free diver. And, yeah. Right. And that was the advantage because I would say out of the 23 people we had on board our boat, I'd say maybe four people saw it. Oh, okay. So I didn't feel that bad. I saw it at right. night. I didn't have to get wet. I didn't have to stress myself. There you go. Um, so while you were there, did you have a favorite site that you enjoyed? Uh, I have to look at a piece of paper because I cannot pronounce the name. You can't pronounce <laughs> the name? Okay. Well, yeah, some of the names are hard. Uh, so uh, definitely off the wall. Uh, yeah, let me, I, let me just find them. I got them here. Ah, favorite site. Actually, there, I, I I can't say there was one, but there were four that really stood out. The first was the fish factory. That I can pronounce. Fish factory. Yeah, yeah. I was like, okay, so you needed to write that one down, huh? <laughs> well, I did. I, I had to write down because you think I can remember all this stuff? Okay. Uh, and that's at the North Mali Atoll. North okay. Mali. It's not a drift dive, okay. and it was like one of the first dives we did. And what they do is they put you in the water, let you get acclimated, uh, water temperature is nice and warm. I had a three mil suit yep, and uh, never got cold. And um, you got to practice uh, deploying and taking off the reef hook. Okay. So, yeah. So you got the you so and you also and got to practice deploying the deploying surface SMB, market buoy. Yeah. Yep, buoy. So that was really cool. Uh, but one of the things that was amazing about it, uh, and I didn't get any pictures because I didn't take my camera because <laughs> I, I, they want, no, I knew they wanted us to do yeah, all this you, yeah, you practice stuff and, and you know, I didn't need enough, another thing to overload me. Eels. They have more freaking eels oh, that boy. you can shake a stick at. Wow. And they're big and they're different colors and you would find multiple eels in one hole in the coral. Okay. I mean, you can find three eels or four eels sticking their heads out at once. It was really fascinating. So that one I liked a lot, uh, and they had some um, big rays, southern, like look like southern rays. Yep. Okay, <coughs> excuse me. <clears throat> so the second though was the Mufushi, Mufushi. at South Ari Atoll. Uh, okay, yeah, there's a current <laughs> running there, and we used our reef hooks, and we got to watch seven manta rays swimming around, 
and uh, that was really cool. Okay. That's where I got some those really good okay. pictures. Yeah, there you go. And, That's before uh, you were uh, isolated. Right. That was that. Was, I got the okay. finger of boom. <laughs> <laughs> the the third we did was kind of like a night dive. We went in. It was still dusk, uh, and then we surfaced. And it was totally okay. dark, but but it was on a wreck called the Festu Wreck. It's in North Ariatol also. The water okay. was flat, calm, warm as can be, no current. How deep was, was that wreck? Oh, I didn't. Oh, okay. Okay. So it, was, it wasn't super wasn't deep. Too deep. No, no. It was, this was a, a, a dive that a, a relative, okay. you, know, you know, a new, relatively so new dive. Night dive on a wreck. That was pretty a cool. Yeah, but it was really cool because not only do we have a wreck, and wrecks are nice, but don't forget I'd spent the year before in Truck Lagoon. A lot, in Truck <laughs> Lagoon doing a scads of wrecks. Yep. But it was a nice little wreck, no penetration, but it was covered with stuff. Okay. It had these, like, they weren't silver sides. They were, like, little glassy-eyed some kind of crazy little fish, little fish in mm -hmm. schools, swarms. Yep. You almost couldn't see the wreck because of the number of fish wow. on it. So that was really cool. Um, and, and then uh, the, the reef also abutted a other reef. The wreck abutted a reef, which was really cool. Yep. But one of the things that was really neat, there was a frogfish on the side of the hull of the wreck. Okay. And I got pictures, pictures of it. Yeah, yeah, believe it or not, I got yeah. photographs. That was really cool. Night dive uh, with a frogfish. Yeah. Hard to find. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then we go over to the reef and we find rockfish, you know, scorpion fish yeah. out the wazoo. And uh, we also find a lot of these anemone or out and feeding. And, yeah. Oh my yeah. God, they were beautiful. Um, and there was, I found a, um, a version of a sea cucumber okay. that was white. And it looks, the mouth or head of it looks like a hydra. Yeah. Okay. I've never seen yeah, one of those before. You, you get those in the Indo-Pacific. Yeah, yeah. That's the, they, you see a lot of different yeah. stuff out yeah, there. Yeah. So I, I never saw, I saw that before. So I got pictures of that. That was really cool. And my fourth um, favorite was the Alamatha at uh, Vavu Atoll. Vavu that had a slight Alamatha. current. I mean, we went with the flow. It had a white sandy bottom. And it was a gorgeous sandy bottom. In fact, it was funny. Is that our dive guide goes right down to the bottom, takes his fins off, and starts running on the sand. Running. Okay. So yeah, of course, there you go. So of course, my, my uh, dive buddy. Dive buddy did the same yeah, thing. Had to yeah, do of the course. Thing. I know Peter. And I, yeah, yeah, he probably, yeah. And I'm cracking up, and I'm taking pictures of them running. So anyway, but that was really cool. We had some, there we had very close encounters. We weren't hooked in. We were just going with the flow. It was a nice, gentle, easy beginner nurse uh, okay. drift dive and nurse sharks though huge okay yeah they yeah, get big ones big, yeah, yeah, I mean, these babies were big. big yeah and close encounters i had one come right up to me it was really cool I yeah, got some good they pictures. sometimes are like little puppies down there yeah, dogs they, right they want to follow you they, around they were really cool know. uh got to see spotted eagle rays there and there's this gorgeous looking fish it's called an oriental sweet lips oh yeah yeah yep they're the blue lips no no they're, no, they're, no, no they're they're black and yellow and silver uh, they okay. yeah, and they're they're a member of the grunt family, believe okay. it or not, uh, but they're larger than the grunts that we see in the Caribbean. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That was really 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 cool. So that okay, I so you got four key dives. I had four so good dive sites that are really those stood out. The others were were also yeah, good, were but, good, but 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 again, like I said, some of them were you go and you tie, you hook in and you watch some sharks swim by at a distance. And, yeah, and yeah, after thirty minutes with, yeah. of that. I gotta tell you, that gets boring. Yeah, you want to. You I want to get moving and see other stuff, but I guess there's nothing else. All right. Really so, to see. so we, but I got one least favorite one. I got to tell you about. Okay, this one. least favorite. My least, least favorite, favorite. Okay, uh, so. was Malhu's Thiela at the North Ari Atoll, and I 
tell you something. That was like Mr. Toad's wild ride. <laughs> okay. You want to talk about current? Current? Oh, my oh, God. Yeah. We jumped in. We're following our dive guide, and the current grabs us. Let me tell you, you don't want to turn your head sideways. Right. For fear yeah, it's going to rip, rip the mask, mask right off. off your face. We go flying through. There's like this little swim-through cavern-like thing. We got shot through that yep. thing. And, I mean, we saw some gorgeous soft corals that were blue and incredible. Couldn't stop to see anything. Oh, and my, my yeah, heart is pounding. I'm going like a madman. I'm in no control. I feel like I'm no like control. in no control yeah, at yeah, all. Yeah, that's not good. That's so, in terms of what I like to do, you know, Go slow. Go nice and slow. See stuff. stuff. Yeah. Not yeah. going to happen on that yeah. dive. Yeah. So that was my worst. My least favorite. Okay. So so let's get back to the boat a little bit. Um, okay. Tell me a little bit. Uh, can you tell me a little bit about what was it? Emperor, Emperor Explorer? Or yeah. Explorer, Emperor, Emperor, Emperor Explorer. Yeah. Explorer. yeah tell me a little bit about They do have a number of boat. boats, yeah, but that, that was theirs and that was the newest one. Yeah, so um, what's the routine like? What do you... Well, do you want the routine or you want me to tell you a little bit about both the boat? I can the tell boat, you the, yeah. I'll the tell boat you the routine, routine first. Yeah. I'll tell you the routine first. Because um, it's not quite like Caribbean liveaboard diving. Okay. Okay. Um, oh, yeah, they're a little more strict here, huh? It, it's it's just because of how we have to do yep, it. Yep, um, they, they have to plan accordingly. Yep. Okay. So it, it's not... First of all, they're all guided dives. Okay. So you, you're broke. We had 23 people. The boat holds 26. Uh, and they broke us into groups. And they actually did a good job. We got the old people group. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. Which was good. There was, there was six of us, um, two couples from Europe, and um, Pete and myself. Okay. And uh, so there's three couples. <laughs> yeah, there you go. No, they said that we argued like the married couple. I've seen you guys in action yeah, 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 down yeah. in Little Cayman yeah. last year. So. Yeah. <laughs> no, but anyway, um, so that's, they, they do that. And they schedule four dives a day. Okay. Okay. There's one before breakfast. Oh. But they... When they give me the briefing, they have like a continental breakfast. Okay, so you help yourself to coffee yeah, and yeah, toast and deep. something to, to munch on. So after breakfast, after that first dive, we come back and we get cleaned up quickly, and you go and have a regular sit-down breakfast. Mm -hmm. And they're, geez, they're very nice. They have a buffet of all sorts of, of foods. Plus, they do uh, eggs to order and okay. things of yeah, that nature. Yeah, of course. Um, plenty of coffee, juices, all that. That's really good. Uh, that that's what's typical though. It's typical in terms of all the food they give you. Um, so after breakfast, uh, you do um, a second dive. Okay. And then uh, we do lunch, then and then lunch. in the afternoon, after lunch, you do another dive. And we usually will move yeah, to move another to dive boat, site. Yeah. Uh, and then um, there's a basically a late afternoon dive. Okay. Four uh, dives a day. Yeah, and, uh, and and again, depending upon the dive, like the one we did on the wreck, uh, we got in a little latish. Yeah. So that um, you know the sun. So you got would, it on we, a, a little a, bit night dive. Yeah, yeah. night dive. Uh, but they they know that there's no current. Okay. They're not going to lose anybody. Uh, and of course, in between dives, if you're not eating a main meal, they have a snack. They have snacks and all that yeah, kind of all stuff. That stuff. Yeah. Uh, that so that's really that's so it. how how you was don't, the by the way you do not dive off of. Off of the upper. No, no, you don't. Uh, no, you they know, have you... a boat. They have a little boat that you okay. dive off of. So you it's called a Donnie. A Donnie. A Donnie. They call it a Donnie. Not, not Donnie Drew, right? No, no not, not Donnie Drew. No, not, <laughs> I, I had to remember. Actually, I had to remember Donnie Drew's name because it's spelled weird. Okay. But it's it's D H. 
Oh, okay. You know, o U or something like that. And I and I but they pronounce it Donnie. Which the little boat is seventy eight feet long. Oh <laughs> yeah, that's a little boat. Yeah, okay. So. Our boat, by the way, the main boat's one hundred and thirty eight feet long. Okay. So it's seventy eight feet long. It's got you know room for all twenty six gear, all, you know, 26 all divers. divers. You set up on one tank. That's typical of any yeah, little of board. any little board. Uh, they have nitrox and air, and they they'll pump it. Just pump they, it right to the right to the uh, to the right tank. into your tank. Yeah. Um, they do a membrane system there. <clears throat> And that boat goes off and, and picks us up. So that's that's what we dive off of. Um, there's a bath, a real bathroom in it, not okay. a marine head, yep. a bathroom. Uh, they have on the back, they've got showers, uh, hot towels available after every dive. Okay. And most of the uh, dive crew sleep on it. Okay. Oh, okay. And they still stay on the boat. So yeah. they stay on that, so they're not on our boat um, after dinner, you know, that type of thing. Uh, so it, it's it's very comfortable. And you just get used to it. It's a uh, routine. Yeah. That you get okay. Used you to. get used to the routine. Yeah, so, it's pretty so I guess the food's pretty good, huh? Um, it's the food is interesting. Okay, uh, so a little it, bit different cuisine. Well, huh? it's I wouldn't if you've got a if you're really picky. I mean, I'm sure you do. They give you a variety. Yeah, you can, yeah I'm sure they. But have a but some of it, you know, there's a lot of curry. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, but they do some pastas. They do rices. They do. Usually, it's like fish. Some form of uh, other protein, uh, be it chicken, chicken. or um, either very rarely beef, yep. uh, but often, um, and not pork. Uh, okay. It'll be um, lamb. Okay. Okay. Yeah. But, so, uh, uh, and then they have salads, fruit, yep. stuff like that. Very good. I mean, nobody goes hungry. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure you don't. Oh, no, it's, no. It's, it's, I'm sure you don't. So the food that. is so, pretty decent. So you, you say Emperor uh, Explorer, pretty good uh, option, right? Uh, no doubt. Yeah, uh, it, yeah. it really is. Uh, they they treated you really well. Um, the boat lays out beautifully. We ended up with uh, it's got like an upper sun deck. Then okay. there's a deck that's got uh, three cab, three or four cabins on it. That was the deck we were on. And that deck also had the bar, okay, and uh, a lounge area, yeah. uh, wine or beer. Uh, one glass of wine or one glass of beer is uh, included with your meal, with your okay. dinner meal. Obviously, not with your lunch because that would end your diving <laughs> yeah, for the day. Yeah. Um, and the other, they have you know they'll mix cocktails, yeah, cocktails drinks, all kinds of stuff. Uh, and it was quite pleasant. Good. And then they had the main deck had the salon. Uh, which was where we met for our dive briefings, mm -hmm. and it had our meals, and it was quite spacious. Yeah, it was quite nice. Good. And then there's a below deck where they have more of the cab. Excuse me, more of the cabins. Perfect, perfect. So, <laughs> so uh, again, now we live here on the East Coast, United States. We're yes. about as far away, probably, from the Maldives as you can get, uh, <laughs> almost anyway. So. Uh, Tell me a little bit about your travel out there. How'd you uh, how'd you make it your way out there? Ah, interesting. Well, we started hitching early in. Uh, yeah, <laughs> there you go. You, uh, you, uh, you know. No, we um, we worked with Adrian on that. Mm -hmm. um, our first thought was we had miles and stuff like that to fly on United. Yeah. Um, okay. But it created a hassle in terms of flying out of Hartford. To get to another place, to finally get to the, it just was not worth it. Okay, uh, so what did so you the, end up doing? The two main airlines that were the least hassle were going to be either Emirates or Qatar. 
Okay. And price-wise, they're pretty close. Uh, we ended up going with Emirates because we heard that they're really one of the... Yeah, they're one of the top uh, airlines in the world for e service and... Exactly. Know. And um, we had just done the year before that trip to truck, and we had flown on United mm -hmm. in... Uh, we, we did the... We paid a little extra to get that... Economy Plus. Economy Plus. Yeah. It wasn't enough. Yeah, <laughs> no, it's a hey, long those trip. Are, those are long flights, so and we were faced with the same thing. The flight was going to be from JFK to uh, Dubai. Dubai. And that okay. runs about 12, 14 hours. Mm -hmm. uh, and then from Dubai uh, to Mali. Mali. In the Maldives. Yep. That's the short flight. That's only four hours. Um, yeah, mm -hmm. which, which ordinarily I would have thought a four-hour yeah, flight four hour is really too long. Pretty long, but after <laughs> but, twelve hours, in but is, what yeah. we decided to do, we, we looked into this. It's about fifteen hundred dollars, I think it was, to fly um, coach, mm -hmm. uh, and uh, which, considering the distances you're going, is a round trip thing. Uh, that was reasonable. That's pretty, yeah. But we decided to go business class. Yeah. And, okay. And makes the upgrade sense. for yeah. that it was not it's not a cheap upgrade. It no. was about thirty five hundred dollars more. Okay. So we're yeah. looking at about five thousand dollars a piece for just yeah. The, that's a that's a price. That's a steep price. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That's just to get there, not counting your, what you have to pay for the liverboard and right, all the other right. stuff. The liverboard yeah. was cheap, by the way. It was cheaper than the flight. Yeah. <laughs> Much cheaper. You could have done two people on the liverboard for what it cost us for the flights, um, but it was worth every okay. penny. Sure. Right down to once you're you're flying on business class. I mean, they did have first class. If I thought yeah, business yeah, class yeah, was expensive, class, holy yeah, crow! Class. The difference between business class and first class was astronomical. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but one of the things they did for us, they sent a car with a driver wow. to pick us up. That's nice. Now it wasn't free. If we lived within fifty miles of JFK, it would have been it would free. have been free. Yeah. But we had to pay the extra seventy dollars. Okay, seventy dollars, seventy miles. Which ended up being less than taking an Uber. Taking an Uber, or yeah, a, one way, yeah, right? One way. So, and they did it round trip for us, so that worked out great. So the car came and picked me up in West Hartford, picked up Pete in Bloomfield, and we zoomed down there, right, right in, and we we're going business class. So we had business class check in. Yep. And then since we were early enough, we had to go to, we to the had lounge. To go, you had, had to go business, to the, had to go to go the to business the class lounge. You had automatic, you know, you you had access to that. Which was wonderful. We had sat down, sure. had some breakfast. Yep. You know, it, it was fine. We were flying an Airbus um, A380. It's is, that, a, is that the dual decker one? Double That's decker. Double, double so decker. Yeah. Okay. The economy class boards in the lower area, yeah, yeah. and we had it direct from the direct from the uh, uh, business class the business lounge. Class lounge. That's yeah. pretty cool. Uh, yeah, 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 that yeah. was pretty. <laughs> Oh, well, well, not everybody can get into those business class yeah, yeah. Uh, seats and everything. And, but, it, and, but it, it, you know, if you're willing to go the economy route, it is affordable to get out there. Uh, definitely. Right? Yeah. I mean, it, it without a doubt. And I got to tell you, from what I understand, even in economy classes, they're, they they're, give you more pretty, room yeah, than pretty, the American yeah. carriers. But I have to tell you, they wind us and dined us. Mm -hmm. in there. We have like our own little cubicle type of yeah. arrangement um, with this big widescreen, not a widescreen, good-sized yeah, TV, good TV. Um, yeah. with umpteen movies. They they took you to order for dinner. I, yeah. I, you know, I had the uh, filet mignon and wonderful wines. And then if you, after a while you want to stretch your legs and you go to the back, 
to we have the a bar house. in the back. There's yeah, a lounge yeah, back there. Lounge in the back, you can yeah, sit so. back there if you want. Oh, you know, there's well, a bartender gonna... taking care of you, getting you drinks or you know, little snacks or desserts. Oh, well. And then the seat when you're tired because it it's goes, an open yeah, it flat out, flat out bed, the pillow, out, a blanket, yeah. got a place for your legs. Or you just hell, yeah. I took my CPAP machine. I had that yeah. plugged in right there. And it was wonderful. And then I, they, before I went to bed, they took my breakfast order. Oh, there you go. So you're all set. So they, yeah, the next thing yeah, is you I get think the in, flying in. back and forth was the best part. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're talking here to talk about the diamond. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, that's all right. So, so that's the Maldives. So you would rec definitely recommend it to people uh, on their bucket list to get out there and do some diving, get on the liveaboard, and have some fun, right? Yeah, I would definitely say, uh, again, get some experience diving under yeah, your belt. get some experience. You don't want to be a brand new diver doing that um, because of the currents yep. and the reef hook business. Uh, visibility, surprisingly, is not spectacular. Yeah. Um, you know, you would think, oh, it's the Pacific. It's, yeah, it's actually, good. we're on the confluence of the Arabian Sea and the Indian Ocean. Okay. And I think that's why we get why these get currents. The currents. And, and obviously, you wouldn't get the manta rays if you didn't have the stuff in the stuff out in the ocean. You know, yeah. The cut the stuff that cuts out the visibility brings the mantas. Brings the mantas, yeah, yep. yeah. So, yeah, so, so okay, so um, you know, so that's that's the Maldives. Uh, that's a lot of information there. Hopefully, people will find it interesting. Um, you know, I think um, you know um, that was you got you got that in just before the pandemic hit, right? Uh, we uh, before, yes, yeah. It was it was like what was that? Early March? Or, uh, yes, we early? actually came back on March tenth, and ironically. Oh. We're sitting. It was March 10th when we landed in JFK, but we're sitting in the airport. It was like the 9th, uh, March 9th. We're in Mali, and we're in the we're in the lounge, business class lounge, sitting around. And I happened to see a thing that uh, the coronavirus yep. had hit two people yeah, yep. at an Italian resort on one of the islands. Oh, yeah. And uh, I'm going. <laughs> I said, "Oh my God!" So we were lucky. We got out. We got into JFK. On the tenth, forty minutes from the time the plane landed until we cleared uh, immigration and customs. Okay. 40, forty minutes. I mean, and that was walking like a half, a, like two miles to get to all those places. Yep. But we zoomed right through zoomed everything through. beautifully. A week later, yeah, they had four the hours big, yeah, to they get had through the big that. backup. So you yep. got you got so that we, one we in lucked just in out time. big time. Well. You know, we know. Uh, you know, we missed the, the Nassau trip this May. Uh, we're hoping to get that on and uh, back down there with Stuart Cove in October. We're hoping that that still is going to happen. Um, so uh, uh, you're probably not going to be doing much uh, much traveling between now and then. I would suspect. Uh, uh, no, nine. we actually had a trip to Disney planned with my granddaughter for July and. Disney is reopening yeah, on the day we were scheduled did. to leave. <laughs> so, needless to say, that got postponed. Yeah. But I, I have faith that we're going to be able to do the October Yeah, trip. We're, we're trying um, to get it in. Stuart it sent out an email. He's got it yeah. himself ready and poised to open up and go. Okay. We just have to wait for the Bahamas to open up. Yeah, yeah, we'll see. You know, I was looking down there today. It's still closed. Uh, Caymans are still closed uh, to travel. So, yeah. Um, we're going to have to do do some northeast diving, I guess. But, um, you know, one of the things, uh, Peter, I uh, very much appreciate you coming on and talking to me today about the Maldives. Um, 
I'm, I'm hoping that you'll uh, come back in a, in a little bit and we'll talk a little bit about Truck Lagoon. How's that sound? Yeah, I think I could talk for a couple of minutes on that. Uh, you know, if you're interested in wrecks. Yeah, if we'll you're talk not about a, you, you have an opportunity to see a couple of different wrecks. Yeah, yeah. Trucks on a lot of people's uh, bucket list, so we'll come back uh, a little bit down the line here on your next dive and we'll talk about uh, Truck Lagoon. So, uh, Thanks, Peter, for coming in today. Appreciate you're, it. You're welcome. Jeff, my pleasure. Well, I hope you enjoyed my discussion with Peter on diving in the Maldives. Peter always has some great stories and loves to talk about diving. Hopefully we'll have him back soon to talk about some of his other adventures. Well, that's it for today. And again, wishing all the dads out there a happy Father's Day. Goodbye. Scuba Shack Radio is a bi-weekly podcast in support of our mission to empower individuals with knowledge, ability, and experience to venture underwater in pursuit of their aspirations and to advocate for ocean health and sustainability. Talk to you next time. <music>